0: Welcome to the Thursday press conference ahead of this weekend's Bahrain Grand Prix. Joining us from left to right, we have Lando Norris, Charles Leclerc, Valtteri Bottas, Pierre Gasly, and Daniel Kefir. Lando, if we could start with you, please. Two weeks on, how do you reflect on your Grand Prix debut in Melbourne?
1: Uh, I mean, if I look back now from um, how the whole weekend went, it. yeah was better than I anticipated going into the whole weekend um, I mean during you obviously change how you think you can do and uh and after qualifying eighth which was which was awesome for my first quali um, I ended up twelfth in the race, which obviously was a bit disappointing but uh overall I don't think there was um many things I did wrong overall, a couple of bits here and there, obviously the start um, and a couple of bits in the middle of the race, but uh, for my first weekend I don't think um, I could have asked for much more.
0: The car seemed more competitive over one lap in qualifying than it was in race conditions. Do you think that's going to play out this weekend as well? Is it a characteristic of the car?
1: Um, I don't think so much. I mean, I don't think our race pace overall, apart from the very end of the race, was uh, was too bad um I lost a couple of positions in turn one uh, so I was still p ten and I think you know my pace in the first stint on the softs was uh was reasonably good, keeping up with the the guys ahead um, but uh, I just got a bit unfortunate with the middle i didn 't get past antonio as quickly as what the others did and uh and that put me back in terms of results so uh, i don 't think our pace was a problem i don 't think it's a lot worse than our our quality pace it 's just um It didn't go as cleanly as what qualifying did.
0: And reflecting on 12 months ago here in Bahrain, uh, great victory for you, great weekend. What's the goal this time around? Well, I would love to
1: do the same, but I don't think that's a a very realistic goal. Um, Obviously, it started the the season off very well last year, and... uh, yeah, as, as much of a, as I would love to have a similar result as what I did last year. Um, I know that's, yeah, an unrealistic uh, aim for, for this weekend. So I think we've just got to take it one step at a time. Um, it's our first time in Formula One here, so it's, it's going to be a bit different. But uh, hopefully we can have a kind of a weekend like we did in Australia, a good qualifying. Um, and that can set us up a bit, a bit better for the race. And I can just work on the things that I, I didn't get so well.
0: Oh, good luck this weekend thank you Lando. Daniel if we could come on to you now please you scored a point on your Formula One return in Australia how satisfying was that
2: yeah I think uh, it was a good race for us all the weekend also we we've been quite competitive it was good to know you know that uh, we are in the mix the midfield is very tight this year so uh, we were definitely uh, in a fighting mix and um, and yeah, the race itself was a very, uh, quite a lot of action. Uh, so in the end, yeah, to score the point uh, uh, at the end of the first race of the season is always good. And uh, yeah, we just look ahead. Here is a different kind of circuit, so we see what we what we can achieve here now.
0: Tell us a little bit more about
2: the car. How competitive is it? What are its greatest strengths? Um, it's hard to say just one strength or weakness. It's just. Uh, Every, everyone seems to be very close in midfield, so you have to have a really good weekend. Always seems like if you lose just a couple of tenths, uh, it can you can lose already a few positions. So you always need to to be working on putting everything together. Otherwise, it's uh, yeah. You can instead of entering maybe in Q3, you can end up uh, not entering and be maybe P, P14, P15. So it's a tight midfield, and it's good to know that uh, it is. So it uh, seems like. A there will be opportunities for everyone.
0: Now it's been a while since we've had you in an FIA press conference because last year, of course, you were working with Ferrari. Can you just tell us a little bit about what you got up to in 2018 with the team and what you learned?
2: Well, obviously, it was. Uh, it was obviously I wanted to race, but it was uh, very good to be part of such a team like Ferrari. It was uh, great to see uh, also Sebastian and Kimi working uh, from very close. Still a lot of simulator work. Uh, they always kept me busy, it was very nice. Uh, learning, I think it was best that I managed to stay close to the F1 world, in a way. Uh, and I tried to do my job just as good as possible to help the team to achieve uh, the best result possible. And uh, yeah, it was a very good experience.
0: Thank you, Daniel, and good luck to you this weekend. Pierre, if we could come on to you now, please. It was a tough weekend for you in Australia but how much encouragement did you take from Max's performance?
3: Well, I would say it was uh, the overall performance during the weekend was, was good. Um, good start looking at the practice um, and also the, the Q1. Uh, I think the overall pre- pace was looking promising, and yeah, for sure. What's happened in qualifying really put us on the on the back foot for the race, and on a track like this, uh, made the um, yeah the final result uh, pretty poor and, and clearly not what we we wanted. So that uh, no, was a pretty tough weekend to accept because I think we we deserved clearly a better uh, result on, on Sunday, but yeah things didn't go as we would have liked, and uh, yeah we just need to make sure we have um, a clean weekend, but. I think clearly the performance from Max is, uh, is really positive for everybody in the team, for Honda, really happy for Honda to, to get their first podium and uh, yeah, it's looking pretty positive for the coming races.
0: It seemed like you got caught out by the track evolution in Q1 in Australia, so can we expect a different approach to qualifying this weekend from you and the team?
3: I think yeah, we have better idea of the, the performance of all the teams, um, and on the grid, and I think we, we could see basically all the teams <coughs> uh, got a bit closer overall compared to last year, so I think we have a bit more information, and uh, yeah, we'll probably be more careful, but let's see how the performances, uh, you know, from one track to another can be quite different. Um, I think Baron is more back to kind of normal track, and uh, yeah let 's see how the weekend uh, how the weekend goes Well, it
0: was a normal track on which you went very well last year, of course. Um, what chance to repeat this weekend or indeed going better
3: than fourth yeah, we, we'll go for we'll go for the best we can um, I think we, we saw in Australia with a competitive car in quali and and also in the race, so um, yeah for sure Mercedes and Ferrari look really strong, um, but I think the most important, if we if we manage to put everything together, we, we should get a, a good shot at uh, having a good result I- this weekend.
0: Thanks, Pierre, and good luck to you over the rest of this weekend. Thanks. Charles, if we could come to you now, please. We're getting used to seeing you in red, but it was only your first race for Ferrari two weeks ago. How do you reflect on that, and can you just talk us through some of the emotions you felt back in Melbourne? To become.
4: To be completely honest, um, the emotions, I didn't really feel them, because obviously when you are at a race, you are focusing on the job you have to do in the car, and that's what I try to do. the most possible. Um, it was not an easy weekend, obviously after the uh, Barcelona testing we expected more but on the other hand um, I think there was a lot of positives to take um, and anyway Melbourne is not such a representative track on car performance um, even though that doesn't mean uh, we we, mm, we are as strong as we want to But uh, but yeah there's a lot of work to do and I'm pretty confident in the team that we have done uh, the right job in between Melbourne and here to, uh, to try and, and improve and also on my side, I think I did quite a bit of mistakes in qualifying and during the race um, and I will try to, to not repeat these mistakes. Well,
0: they weren't totally obvious to us watching those mistakes. Can you elaborate on what they were?
4: in Q3, I think I didn't put the lap in as I wanted to. Um, And then in the race, I think you have seen the off uh, on the TV. Uh, It didn't have any consequences on the results, because obviously I was fifth and there was nobody behind. uh, And there was nothing to to gain from it. But but in other situations, it could have been a lot worse. So I need to work on this.
0: Now, you finished nearly a a minute back on the man who's on your left up on the podium. Was it a a particular issue with the car in Melbourne? How did it feel? Did it feel well-balanced? Or or do you think it was just track-specific and you expect to be more competitive this weekend?
4: We expect to be more competitive. I think uh, our package is strong. Um, We have some answers to the lack of performance uh, in Melbourne. I don't think we have all of them, but uh, but we definitely have some answers to it. Um, Then we'll only see here... Uh, whether it was only track-specific or, uh, or if there's something else, but I'm pretty confident in the, in the package we have.
0: Okay, well, good luck this weekend. Thanks for your time. And thank you for waiting, Valtteri. Well, you're the championship leader for the first time in your career. How does that feel?
5: Yeah, for sure, it feels good. Um, but it's only, only one race of the, of the season and now the full focus is, uh, is to, to this weekend.
0: You said after the race in Melbourne that the car felt amazing. How confident are you of a repeat in Bahrain this weekend? Honestly, it is
5: quite difficult to say for sure. We were all like positively surprised on the performance we had in, in Melbourne. But uh, like Charles said, it, it is a bit of a funny circuit. And I would say here this weekend and, and China, we are going to get a much better picture of the real performance at this point of the year. But, uh, obviously, it was very welcome for for us to to see that kind of pace. And uh, the feeling with the car was a lot better than in in winter testing. So, obviously, the time spent between uh, was very efficient. So, yeah, see how it feels here.
0: You said after the race that it was the best race of your career. Why do you think that was? Is it because this year's Mercedes (coughs) suits you better than either of the previous two? It
5: must be the beard.
0: Oh, speed the <laughs> yeah, okay. no, uh,
5: honestly, it really felt after the race that um, yeah, it was one of one of the best or my best race. You know, the, obviously the start of the race was the was the key to get into the lead. But uh, after that, um, I did no no mistakes and everything was very much under control. And when you feel you're performing at your best, this uh, a beautiful feeling. And just now t- need to try and keep the momentum and feel that again uh, soon.
0: Do you feel more comfortable in this Mercedes than anything else you've driven? For sure, every
5: car is always a bit different and in the end, you as a driver need to um, be the one that um, compensates yourself to the car um, to get most out of the package. But um, yeah, I would say when testing in Melbourne, everything started on the right foot. I never felt anything odd odd, odd with the car. For sure, there's still the things we can still improve, but yeah,
0: I feel comfortable in the car. Okay. Thank you, Valtry. Good luck to you this weekend. Let's open this to the floor now, and as ever, please remember to give your name and publication. First question, please.
4: Thank you. Eric Bilderman from L'Equipe. A question to Pierre and Charles. Uh, how did you manage to deal with frustration after the first race? When I mean frustration, is Uh, for Charles that you couldn't uh, go to have a fight, a proper fight, with your teammate and to Pierre that you were expected with uh, Red
0: Bull uh, to make points. That was not the case. Charles, if we could start with you.
4: Yeah, there was no frustration on my side. Obviously uh, it is the first race um, but, but there was, on the team side, I don't think there was anything to gain whether I was fourth and Sep fifth, or me fifth and, and Sep fourth, uh, it was exactly the same amount of points for the team. So it's understandable that they didn't want to take the risk for us to fight each other and uh, and to lose even more points.
3: Um, so, yeah, uh,
4: it was like this, and, and I understand the decision. Thank you. And Pierre?
3: Yeah, so, yeah, of course, as I said, it was um, yeah, quite tough to... Um, to end up with that result uh, after the, the promising free practice. And we show some good pace in, in FP2 and FP3. And yeah, at the end of the weekend, uh, not to, to score point with the package we had for sure was uh, was difficult. But we know the reasons. And uh, yeah, we'll try to do our best to make sure we have a clean weekends because the, the package is, is working well. Uh. Thank
0: you.
4: Next question, please. A Jury pugma Associated <coughs> press Question for Valtteri. Um, There's been a lot of talk about how, you know, you're much more determined this year and you've come back much stronger, much more focused than you perhaps were last year. That question was posed to Lewis, and he, he said he sees no difference because he always considered you to be competitive and a strong driver, but would you say that there definitely has been a change in mindset from you this year and that Melbourne was a proof of that, or is it too early to say?
5: Well, for, for sure, it's, uh, if you look at the results, it's uh, obviously very early in the, in the season, it's one race. So, um, but I, I, I can for sure say that uh, something in my mindset has changed for, for the year. Um, the pre- preparation over the winter and just the way of how I feel and think about things have, have changed. And um, it's quite difficult to explain in, in detail, but uh, I feel
0: different to years before. Thank you. And the beard, obviously. Uh, Next question,
5: please. Uh, Walter, how would you rank this circuit? Is it in the same group with Russia and Austria, in your mind? Um, I mean, it's normally been quite a strong race for me, but uh, obviously maybe year is a a new new race and you still need to qualify well. Um, And um, I think racing here this year might be um, a bit better in terms of overtaking with the new DRS zone. So I think still ultimately the the race pace is going to be important, but uh, it's been a strong race for me personally in the past. And um, yeah, I can rate it quite well on on my list, but obviously uh, the aim is to uh, approach every weekend uh, knowing and aiming to be on top of your game, and not, have, not to have any bad,
0: bad races anyways. Thank you. Next one.
4: Uh, Kate Walker, New York Times. Question for Charles and for Valtteri. Uh, the next Grand Prix weekend in China is going to be our 1,000th F1 Grand Prix. I was wondering if you could tell me, of those 1,000 races, whether you were racing or whether you were watching as a fan, what's your favorite memory?
0: Valtteri, if we could start with you.
5: If I have to choose one now uh, i I could f- feel the happiness at, at home looking at the TV of the driver. It was um, Mika 's first win in ninety seven in the last race of the year, um, and obviously then he went and and won a couple of titles, so I would say
4: that was my favorite and shall my side have I'll probably be a bit selfish, and maybe Monaco is my best memory because it was my first ever Formula 1 Grand Prix last year, so it's, uh, it was something special, and, and to be completely honest, I haven't watched that many Grand Prix at TV because I was always out uh, racing in karting, uh, so, uh, so yeah, Monaco last year was my best memory. Thank you. Next question.
0: Uh, Uh, My question is to Charles, um, how could you describe the mood or the atmosphere at Ferrari after the first
2: race? And also, is there a fundamental issue with the car or just a matter of finding the perfect balance?
4: I think the mentality is the right one and we need to keep this one throughout the whole year. mentality is very positive. Obviously, we are aware there's a lot of work to do, but I'm uh, pretty confident, as I said, in the team uh, that they will uh, do everything to improve the car. Um, I don't think there's any fundamental issues uh, in the car concepts. I'm, I'm pretty confident in that too. Um, it's just about fine tuning, obviously, In, in as I said before, I don't think it's the real performance of the car, what we have shown in, in Australia. And I think we are all quite confident that we can uh, be better already from here in Bahrain. Um, but as I said, the mentality is very good in the team and we need to keep this spirits. Um, we are all working as a team and all working together. Um, and this is a good thing to see. Thank you. Next one.
2: Luis Vasconcelos from La Presse for all five. Uh, Valtteri already mentioned uh, that overtaking is probably going to be easier this weekend. There's three DRS zones. Uh, Is that going to affect the the strategy you're going to have for the race, and is this the way you want racing to go with more DRS zones?
0: Lando, I haven't heard from you for a while. What are your thoughts?
2: Um, I think it will
1: affect it slightly. I mean, you obviously have more chances of of overtaking, so um you know you would uh you would say a two stop strategy could be a better chance than than trying to do that in australia say so um i think and hopefully it will um uh cause teams to to choose more uh different strategies basically which c- can hopefully um uh, lead to more overtaking more action which is a, is always a nice thing for a driver but uh um, it's hard to say. You know, I didn't drive last year, so I don't know how much better or worse this error package is um, compared to uh, compared to last year. You know, some people have said it's better, some people have said it's it's the same or worse or not worse, but uh, um, or the same as, as previous years. So, uh, I think we have to have overtaking, and um, I think Bahrain as a as a track is definitely better than Australia to to overtake anyway, even without DRS zones. Um, but I think nowadays, you know, it's so hard to overtake in general. DRS is one of few ways to be able to cause um, or, or lead to action and, and overtaking. So I think you're going to have to have it, but 3 DRS zones is quite a bit. So um, yeah, I'm sure you're going to see a lot of overtaking in action this weekend. Um, and it's not a, the most natural way and the best way to, to do it, but uh, it's what we've got to do, I guess.
0: Charles, your thoughts?
4: Yeah, well, you can afford uh, to drop back in the in the standing for an extra stop and and have the chance to overtake after again easier already in the past I think it was quite an easy track to overtake on with two DRS zones so with one more it can only be easier um, so yeah it will change a little bit the strategy uh, yeah that's it
0: Valtteri anything to add no
5: nope. no I think I that's it it's going to be a bit easier but. Um,
3: Pierre? I think that summed it up pretty well. Uh, yeah, probably you can go with a more aggressive strategy uh, with uh, with that extra diorama zone if it's easier to overtake. And uh, no, I think the the more action you can give us, the better it is. After if there is also other way to um, overtake. Um, without DRS will be nice as well, if we are able to follow each other and just have more action thanks to that, and uh, that will be the best way, but I think immediately that's the only, only thing we can change is the DRS zone, so if it uh, brings some more show, I think everyb- everybody's gonna be uh, happier. Thanks, and Daniel, anything you wanna add?
2: Uh, I think uh, there's always good racing in Bahrain, so let's just wait and see for the race. Okay, next question.
4: A uh, question to Pierre and uh, Daniel. Uh, you had a problem in the middle bottom at the start. You could, uh, didn't see a start signal. Uh, could you please explain more detail? So which signal did you see? Or um, did you request to FIA something, anything? And yeah. okay, so Daniel, uh, so you started s- similar position. So how about you?
3: Um, yeah. Yeah, basically it was a yeah, pretty pretty messy start because um, I was, maybe I don't know if uh, it was my position but I think Russell behind me had the same problem and, and Kubica as well but basically the lights um, were right behind uh, Daniel's Daniel's rear wing so I could not see the red lights. and. In the formation lab they pulled the car back so I could see them and then as I got in, in my position for the race start, um, basically I was looking for them and also the lights on the side are really uh, forward on the grid so um, yeah, basically I had uh, no idea so I just started to release the clutch when I saw the others moving but yeah, clearly was uh wasn't ideal and I think they are they are planning to maybe uh, raise a bit uh, the starting lights, uh, because I think that's going to be an issue probably on on the on, on other tracks as well.
2: Thank you. Daniel? I could see everything, so so maybe you should try to look
3: up. Maybe because you're taller. Yeah. Next time. <laughs> I think it's better to start in this position anymore, and that will be the <laughs> easiest <Who knows>?
0: way. <laughs> OK, next one, please.
1: Uh, Abdurrahman al-Sahaf, University College of Bahrain. A uh, question to Valtri. What what advice would you give to an aspiring F one driver?
5: Never give up. <laughs> um it's um yeah, it's obviously not one of the easiest sports to get into, but it's it's possible. You know, there's um as a kid, obviously there was many people who say when your goal is to get into Formula One and be successful in Formula One, they they tell you that is impossible, but uh, seeing the possibility in, in things, um, that can be the, the strength. Uh, obviously there's many many factors to, to, to be a driver, but um, I mean, n- you never know. I, I guess the main thing as a kid when you're doing it is to, to enjoy it and uh, normally then rest will sort itself out one way or another.
0: I wonder if we could just open this question to Lando as well, you're a rookie, anything you could add?
1: Uh, I would agree with what Valtteri says, to be honest. Um, it's uh, it's obviously a long journey. It's not quick. And you can't just change from, uh, or I'm, I'm sure very few can change from one sport to the other. But I think a lot of hard work and dedication is um, what I think all drivers here and all drivers on the grid have, have, uh, have put into racing. Um, but a similar comment in terms of never giving up, because sometimes it can seem quite far out of reach. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you can be in Formula One. You can have a contract with a with a team. So, um, similar comments and you know, determination, hard work, and, and not giving up. And uh, yeah, many other people have done it. Although it's a, a very tough sport to get into, and you know, there's only 20 in the world who who can do it. Um, yeah, I think never giving up and uh, is what that is probably one of the best words to describe it.
0: Thank you do we have any more questions any more no more questions okay thank you gentlemen and a full transcript of this press conference will be available shortly at